called the Kadampas. They were around around the 10th century or so, and they were kind of fundamentalist Mahayana Buddhists. They were fierce, fierce practitioners, and they devised this several different practices, one of which all the Lojong teachings, the mind training teachings came out of that movement. And this Tonglen meditation came out and it was it was a secret meditation. They didn't share it with everybody. They only shared it, in fact, with some people. And the people that they shared it with um, were those that they felt would not have their ego blown out of proportion by doing this meditation because for one who is not cognizant of what ego is and how it can increase a sense of self-importance that is actually kind of harmful in terms of dharma practice so they didn't share it with everybody and once buddhism came out of uh, out of asia into Europe and Scotland and over to the here and off to Australia, Western teachers began sharing these Tonglen meditations. And now they're kind of all over the place. What this meditation best requires at the start is a consideration. I was going to say belief, but it's not a belief. It's something to consider. If you have a sense that perhaps your sense of self, your sense of importance, your self-cherishing, your ignorance, if you will, of other realities besides this conventional me, myself, and I, me, 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 me. This meditation works best with people who have the notion of the possibility that my sense of self is truly, ultimately, my source of suffering. It's a really big thought. And it's why this is a meditation that was only delivered to those students and adherents and so on, who had come to that possibility of understanding, that it is my ignorance of how everything exists in a very interconnected way. We've talked about emptiness, sense of self and so on if you can kind of get your arms around that then this meditation can be really profound tonglen meditation because what this meditation does is it throws completely up in the air the notion that we very instinctively live with and guides virtually everything we do which is I am seeking happiness. I am seeking not to suffer. I want things the way I want and need them to be. And I do not want to take on or deal truly, internally, authentically with suffering, with anybody else's suffering. This is kind of how we live our lives. We gravitate toward the things that, you know, we need or we believe are going to, you know, bring us happiness. And and I'm kind of summarizing this, but it's very profound and it goes way down into our instincts that I want what's going to make me happy and I don't want 
suffering. I don't want to deal with suffering. And I certainly don't want to take on anyone else's suffering because then I'll suffer as a result of that. What Tonglen meditation does, Tonglen is a Tibetan word that refers to taking and giving. And the idea, the philosophy behind this meditation, and it works, it's true. The idea is that by taking on internally into our body another being's suffering and allowing that to happen, what that does, it's like a chemical reaction. It shatters our fear, even though we would think this is the last thing in the world I want to do. It shatters our, our fear. It shatters our insecurity. It allows our heart to break out of this, this wall that we kind of protect it with. And in that wall, sometimes it's referred to as, as an armor. With that wall shattering as a result of taking this in, what emerges from our heart is our pure, authentic, caring, love, compassion, bodhicitta. So this is a, it's an alchemical kind of process that we take in the last thing in the world that we want to take in. And in doing that, it frees us from this confinement that we find ourselves in caring really about ourselves instinctively and most others not at all. And even others that we may care for frequently that caring is an intellectual process in which we come to that caring as opposed to something that's instinctive. This may not be true. And frequently, you know, when I was introduced to these teachings, I have six kids. And, you know, and you may be thinking the same thing, if, you know, with close family members. Well, you know, but I, I love my children and I don't have to think about it. It's instinctive. And that's fine. But what about everybody else? What about everybody else? So I introduce this to you. This is not an indoctrination, but what this is, this practice is, it is a basic, there's quite a few practices and meditations, but this is the basic experiential meditation that brings about instinctive compassion and allows us to feel the effects of instinctive compassion. It's very deep meditation and perhaps a little uncomfortable, or perhaps not, or perhaps not. It's a practice that gradually, and that's a really important word in this, it gradually wears away at our habitual grasping at our sense of self, our ego fixation, our identification with our personality, and so on. This gradually begins to minimize that. And... And as that minimizes, it's like a zero-sum game. As our sense of ego grasping minimizes, our sense and our aspiration for interconnection and altruism for others increases. And that might appeal to you. Certainly in Buddhist teachings, it's intrinsic. It, and it may appeal to you, that idea, that notion, that perspective, or not. And that's just as it is. We're all in different places in our lives and our, our path, if you will. So that's the meditation, and I'm going to introduce you to it. 
I don't think it's necessary. I mean, you can if you want. You can close your eyes and you can get into a, a meditative pose if you'd like, and whatever you're comfortable doing. Or for this, for what we're going to do tonight, I'm also, I think it's fine for you just to sit and listen and turn your phone off and turn the TV off and try to be in a place where, you know, you're, you're in a spacious place and, and you don't have any distractions that are going on. But you can just kind of listen to it and, and visualize what we're doing as we go through. I'll, um, I'll lay it out for you visually, what we're doing. This meditation will have some introduction to it. And I'll be explaining what we're doing. And then we'll actually go into the visualization. This is great. So let's just sit and breathe for just a moment and be settled and direct our attention as much as possible to my voice. I'm kind of the storyteller. That's what we're doing, telling a story. This is a story. It's a uh, participatory story, experiential story. So what this meditation is all about is taking on the suffering of sentient beings, of others, and giving them all your good stuff. We do this coupled with a visualization. That's the main practice of Tonglen. It's combining meditation with visualization. So just as a brief preparation, we consider and perhaps then recognize. The purpose of this practice is to help us ultimately, completely, but for now, gradually, overcome our self-cherishing thought. Overcome our self-cherishing thought, which is the great obstacle to benefiting ourselves and especially others. And so we do this by imagining we're doing the two things most opposite to self-cherishing, giving away our happiness and taking on the suffering of others. When we imagine taking on the suffering of others, we're going to really try to feel that pain causing our own self-cherishing to be completely suffocated and eliminated. So hear that. We try to feel the pain of others, causing, naturally causing, it's almost like an alchemical reaction, causing our own self-cherishing to become suffocated and eliminated. So when we start this practice, we perhaps understand that the self-cherishing thought, this ego grasping, this uniqueness that we believe we possess, the self-cherishing thought, is not me. It's not who I am. My self-cherishing thoughts are not me. So in doing this practice, we're not trying to punish ourselves. We're actually trying to benefit ourselves, truly ourselves, by
by harming our self-cherishing thought. That's what this practice is all about. So we try to do Tonglen with a very spacious mind, a mind that has some sense that this mind is constantly being obscured and undermined by, again, self-cherishing. And consider in a moment of clarity how wonderful it would be, how wonderful it might be, how wonderful it would be if my mind could be completely free of this poison of me and myself and mine, completely free of that poison, how wonderful that would be. Think for a moment how wonderful it would be if I could really cherish others the way I cherish myself. So in doing this meditation, let's be determined to be mindful of any hindrances and keep our mind focused on the practice of Tonglen as I am laying it out for you. You do this meditation again, coupled with a visualization. That's the main practice of Tonglen, combining meditation with visualization. We're going to visualize a being who is the object of our meditation. This being sitting in front of us, and don't do the visualization yet, I'll lead you to that. This being sitting in front of us, as we connect with them, as we our eyes connect with their eyes, we realize all of their suffering, all of their mental afflictions, all of their negative karma in the form of a thick black smoke that exists within them. Visualization all the suffering is this thick black smoke that is within them. And what we're going to do in this meditation is we're going to take this black smoke out of them. We're going to couple this activity with our inhalations. We're going to breathe it out of them. But as beginners, What's a good practice is to, we're going to spend a little time, we're going to take it piece by piece, not all one breath inhaling it from them, piece by piece. It's going to collect in a cloud right in front of you, visually, between you and your object. And in so doing this, you're relieving them of the weight and the pressure and the toxicity of this suffering in the form of this black smoke. And you're going to visualize clearly that you have actually done this. You have actually enabled the release of the suffering in the form of this black cloud that's now swirling in front of you. And then with one breath, you're going to lean forward and you're going to inhale, and you're going to take this black smoke 
of their suffering inside of you. I'm going to refer to this as smoke. If you have a problem with this notion of smoke, and some people do, they have family histories of people who have smoked and become very sick from smoke. You can visualize this as a fog if you'd like. But I'll represent it to you as smoke. Now, here's the thing. You're not going to get filled, even though you're inhaling this, you're not going to get filled with this black, icky smoke. What you're going to do as you inhale this you're going to have this visualization of your, your self-cherishing, your selfishness, your, your fears, your self-cherishing as like a hard black rock, this hard piece of granite or something of that nature, tough. Hard-hearted is an idiom that we use for this. Hard-hearted. Like there's this hard rock of self-cherishing sitting right at your heart. And then when you inhale this black smoke, you imagine as it moves down into your body, it turns, it transforms into, into a sort of a lightning bolt that goes down and crashes into this black rock of self-cherishing and it smashes it to smithereens. It just blasts your self-cherishing to smithereens. So that's the effect of taking on their suffering. You're not becoming ill. You're not suffering as a result of this. That's the result. Because when you willingly take on the suffering of others, the effect that it has on you rather than filling you up with disease and suffering and all of this stuff, is that it completely explodes and demolishes your own self-cherishing. So instead now of having this hard rock or lump of self-cherishing inside of you, your heart becomes filled with an emerging white light this compassion and love, equanimity, emerges from the depths of this self-centeredness. It's freed. It's always been in there. It's freed. And then as you exhale in the visualization, you imagine it going out to that being sitting in front of you. And you can imagine actually transforming into whatever it is that they desire, whatever it is that they need, whatever it is that would give them happiness, whatever it is. So you can imagine it transforming after you exhale it into food or drink or beautiful environment or good health or happy relationship, whatever it is that you believe would give that person that being, that object, happiness. That's the meditation. That's the activity. So we'll do this, and I'll guide you through. If your mind is open and fertile and penetrable, 
this practice can really change the way you see yourself within your environment and the way you see your environment within you. So if everybody's okay with that, we'll get started with the visualization. So let's just kind of come down to uh, ground zero here. And let's just sit for a few moments. Just focus on your breath. Focus on your mind. You know, get in the moment. Get on the playing board. However you do that with your breathing or your body. Some people like to clench muscles, clench fists and curl toes and so on, and then release them. There's any number of ways to bring the body into a position that is fertile for meditation practice. So I'll give you a minute or so to just bring yourself into the space. I'm going to change visualization that I mentioned earlier. So in preparation for this methodology, visualize a black metal sheath around your heart. Okay, so we're not looking we're not looking at a rock at this moment. We're looking at a black armor, metal sheath. Just visualize as best you can this around your heart. This metal sheath is everything about you that is difficult for you to accept. Perhaps your self-importance, perhaps a sense of selfishness, a sense of self-cherishing, self-pity, instinctive anger, whatever it is about you that's difficult or uncomfortable to accept. This metal sheath is that. It's that. It's the band of fear that hardens your heart. The band of fear that hardens your heart. This practice invites you to dissolve this metal sheath and open your heart to its natural, non judgmental state of warmth kindness, spaciousness, and compassion. So you'll do this by visualizing the metal sheath breaking apart when the in-breath of suffering touches it during our meditation. And when the heart opens, the hot, heavy air that you've inhaled vanishes into its vast space and what arises is natural love, caring, compassion. It is this quality 
of an unarmored heart that allows you to be with suffering and at the same time to see beneath suffering. Unarmored heart. That's where we're going. The reason we do this practice is because we are suffering. Others are suffering. And you wish with all your heart that all beings, including yourself, could be free of suffering. It's a very simple motivation. This wish needs to be specific, personal, and sincere. And sometimes it helps to touch in with a, with a being or an event that evokes this wish. Um, Trungpa would talk about this. He would, in visualizing this suffering in another being, he would remember, he would talk about having seen a puppy being stoned to death when he was a child. He would have done anything to relieve the dog of its suffering, but he couldn't. He was a child. And he would use this, he would say, he would use this memory of this helpless puppy to open his heart at the beginning of his Tonglen practices. To open his heart. And so we'll begin. So please bring your mind, bring to your mind some being, dead or alive, with whom you feel or have felt and continue to feel a deep connection. A parent, a child, your grandmother, your dearest friend, a beloved teacher, someone who you are aware is experiencing or has experienced suffering. Someone you have had a deep connection. Someone who has been kind to you. A parent. A pet. Grandma. Friend, etc. Visualize this person. You would do anything to help them. Visualize this person sitting directly in front of you, facing you, eye level to eye level. Again, you would do anything to help them. Be with them. Try to experience what they are experiencing. Let your whole being turn toward them, toward their suffering, toward his suffering, toward her suffering. And let yourself turn to your wish that that suffering would be relieved. 
it's said that we do this in the spirit of a mother who would do anything to help her child. You will do anything you can to help this person that you have visualized and is sitting in front of you. You can quantify their suffering. Perhaps it's disease. Maybe it's some sort of negative karma ripening in the midst of some experience or some mental affliction, emotional affliction, anger, sadness, depression, financial difficulties, aging, loneliness, whatever you visualize. And there can be many manifesting suffering. And you and they in this meditation are here for one reason and one reason only. There's one thing that you must do, and that is help them. Feel that. Your eyes lock together. Such love, such trust, such caring. So the time has come. You lean gently toward them. And as you inhale, you begin drawing that suffering out of their body, out of their mind, out of their body. As you inhale, you're drawing that suffering out. Imagine this suffering emerging from them. It can be emerging from their nose, their mouth, their ears. It can be emerging through the pores of their body. Just imagine as you inhale, the smoke is emerging from them. This thick, black, ugly, turgid smoke. With each inhalation, you're taking suffering out of the being in front of you. Visualize this black smoke coming out of the body of the person in front of you. You're drawing it out of them, out of the body, drawing it out, this cloud of black smoke. And with each draw of this suffering, of this smoke, the cloud is getting darker and it's swirling, it's turgid, it's foul. This cloud of smoky suffering. Just visualize with your inhalations, visualize as you can. One more, 
inhalation. Little bit more into the cloud. To the degree that you can see this other person's face, your eyes lock. A small smile comes to your face. And you lean forward. And with a strong inhalation, visualize, feel to the degree that you can, that you bring the black smoke into your nostrils. It burns as it goes up your nostrils, around your skull, and down toward your heart. You're bringing the black smoke. And as it goes down into your center, it transforms into this brilliant lightning bolt that goes down and smashes this black sheath around your heart. This sheath of self-cherishing around your heart. This sheath of fear that encases your heart. This lightning bolt smashes it to pieces. And from your heart center, in the absence of your fearful self-cherishing, emerges a warm, bright light. Your light. And then you exhale and visualize this white light. With the exhalation, it goes out to the being for whom you care the being sitting before you. And imagine it transforming into whatever will give that person before you happiness. Whatever will give them happiness in the present. Whatever will bring them happiness in the future. Healing, relief, health, confidence, serenity, joy, contentment. So couple this with your next few exhalations, exhaling this white light of happiness, of confidence into the being before you. Visualize very strongly as you can. That being is genuinely getting the qualities, whatever it is that you've visualized giving them. And with each of your exhalations, they're becoming more and more free, relaxed, totally free from suffering, happy. Visualize that you're actually truly bringing this about. It's really happening. And visualize this strongly.
the cloud of smoke is no longer between you. You can see this person clearly. You can see in their face serenity, happiness. Their eyes are clear. Their cheeks are rosy. You're sitting up straight. Breathing healthfully. Visualize this. Visualize it strongly, clearly. How does this feel? What is your sense of what you've done? What is your sense of what you're capable of doing? What is your notion that something like this was virtually impossible to do because of this black sheath of fear and self-centeredness that was keeping all of these abilities, all of this wonderful energy and feeling and compassion locked inside you. So for the next few moments, we're going to do this again. We're going to repeat the process. Once again, the same person visualizing some suffering that they're going through again, going through a hard time or illness, someone this person you know who's close to you, experiencing a hardship. And you'll repeat the process as best you can. Taking on their suffering, drawing out suffering in the form of this cloud, this black cloud, visualizing as it gathers between you, taking it in, taking on their suffering, bringing it into your own body, inhaling it, and having it destroy your fear, your self-cherishing, and then giving them whatever it would be that would give them happiness. So let's just spend the next few minutes on this process. If you finish the cycle, you can repeat it. Repeat the cycle with the same object many times. Let's do that for the next three minutes. To the best that you can, keep that visualization. Perhaps each time you're drawing the suffering out, each progressive time, you're going deeper. You're pulling it out from more deeply. 
So let's work on that. Okay, so let's begin to wrap up final inhalations and exhalations. Is this becoming comfortable for you? Is it perhaps becoming natural, instinctive? empowering. A whole different aspect of your nature, of your potentials. Might it begin to feel that way? And so we'll bring this meditation to a conclusion, making the determination to be more and more mindful in my daily life. That whenever I see suffering in others, then I could really try to imagine, really try to identify with that suffering and try to practice Tonglen in that very moment. Imagine taking that suffering away from that person, bearing it myself, and giving them my happiness. Perhaps in this way, I will use this precious human birth to train myself more and more in cultivating and sharing my natural compassion for others, my natural loving kindness with others.
Okay. I don't know if you just heard that noise my computer made, but it was the perfect bong to end the meditation if you were able to hear it. So, so come out of this meditation slowly, gently. If there were experiences that occurred, don't just leave them behind. Bring their energy out with you. Allow it to manifest. There's nothing that you experienced that was not authentic. You were working with your mind. Visualization, the connection with another being, the willingness to help another being, and the compassion and the skill that arose in the process of helping another being. This is not a fairy tale. It's not science fiction. It's not make-believe. This is working with your mind, allowing your mind to expand. 